on the takeover, we get fucked up. Sex, you need to know your man. We're broadcasting live right now. Every cutie with a booty wore a coochie. Speaking has never been a problem. Oh, we, we shall see. Speaking has never been a problem. men don't have a problem with speaking on the show. For some reason, they just like coming on the show and just... Yeah. Like, object to everything that I damn stand for. So the takeover is brought to you by Carolina North Entertainment Summer Concert. It's going to be Saturday, July 21st at the Lincoln Theater in Raleigh, North Carolina, 7 p.m. Performing live is Skazi, The Baby, Jaquay from Love & Hip Hop, Swift, and BBO. Get your tickets at LincolnTheater.com. So, Everyone, thank you for joining in the takeover. I have a co-host today with what's me. What's good? What's good? Mike. He is my sh fellow shore bear. What's up? Chilling, chilling. I would say that you know the slogan, but I don't want to, you know. What is the slogan? You know, shore you. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know. know. I was at shore, but then I, I don't think I really was at shore at one point in time. Like I was there, but I was kind of like purposely not there on purpose. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some, like I said, some people play the school like and just play the outskirts. You was on the outskirts most I of the time. I purposely try to be like that. You know that. Why? Right? I don't know, because I felt like I was kind of older when I went to college. Okay. And I was like, I just... I didn't get there till I was 22. Yeah, and I was 23. But I purposely wanted to, like, I don't know. And what I, you thought about me in school? Cool peoples, you know, very dressed well and stuff like that. But like I said, I haven't seen you that much on campus. When I did see you, it was different. You was already in, involved at the time when I met you. So they were just like... How you doing, ma'am? Nice to see you. Man, know what I mean? Man, man. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like back then, it was like, all right, what's up? See you in this yeah. that day. But as far as I knew you as you was dealing with somebody. So. And that's the most people started seeing me on campus when yeah. I was dealing with somebody. I wonder if somebody got listen to this podcast so he can know whether, <laughs> who somebody is. But yeah, so yeah, I do have my fellow show you bear. With me, Mike. What's up with you? Like, what's going on with you, Mike? Chilling, you know what I'm saying? Just doing what I can. Taking care of my boys, my cubs. You know, if anybody follow me on... And they so cute. Thank you. Yeah, they <laughs> open the cut watching me, watching daddy do what he do. So, um, but that's it right now. Taking care of my cubs, trying to get my business going and stuff like that. I moved out here to get my business established. Where you from? Tell me where you from. Harlem, all day, okay, every day. Harlem. All day, yeah. every day. So, um... <laughs> Just trying to get my business established, and that's why I moved out here, because I knew North Carolina is a big sports state, so I came out here to open up my program, do my AAU, things of that nature, but it's really based on trying to do, like, an after-school program, summer camps, Something things like that. Needed. Yeah, because, like I said, there's a lot of kids that play sports that the ones who play sports they focus on, but then they forget about the ones who didn't make the team, Absolutely. the ones who just want to be around and stuff like that, and also trying to get the parents involved and really giving back. As you see, I do a lot of things with giving food away and stuff like that. So just really trying to help the community. That's what I know what my purpose is in life, is to really help as many people as possible. And that's good. Yeah. And there's like nothing better to do something that you're actively involved in, because yeah. like, you play basketball. Yeah. As, you yeah. played basketball before Shaw and yeah. then um, at Shaw, right? Yeah. Now, how I got to Shaw was my cousin, um, as franchise, day one, he went to Shaw, used to always tell him, yo, my cousin could play ball. I was on my way to Florida, to Miami, to go see about an overseas tryout. He was like, yo, stop at Shaw with me and just let the coach see you, and then if you don't like what's whatever, go ahead. 
came to show, I played a weekend, did, you know, scrimmaging, hooping in the gym. They offered me a scholarship and I stayed. So and that you was that. That's one thing I do regret. I regret the fact that I was so much not involved into, like, I went to class and that's it. I've never seen y'all play before. Oh. That's so messed up. And I, and I regret that. That's one of the things I do regret. That's one thing I will say about Shaw. Like, it's an experience. And when we was there, you know, other generations after us and before us was different, but it seemed like our time there, the crew that I had, my, you know, my teammates, the other people that I met out there, like, we all just clicked. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? So like, and we, we, yeah. And then, as far as just going out, we was everywhere from playpen to wherever. But when what they heard that, I heard of that. What playpen was, that was in Durham. Playpen was in Durham, somewhere around Central or something like that or whatever. Oh, I never been. I heard about it. Yeah, never but been there. when we used to mob up, they basketball team, football team, baseball team, regular students, and they'd be cars deep Man, following so us mad. around. I think I would have fun with y'all if I would have just not been so whatever I was so doing <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so what are your plans as far as your programs that you're trying to start for the youth well one I'm still in the process of seeing if I'm gonna stay here or not you know what okay. I'm saying I came here I see some things I like but I ain't gonna lie to you like ever since I've been here my main thing has always hurt me is that I should have been doing this in Harlem you know what I'm saying like that's my home that's my community this is my second home and I seen this when I was at school. Like I said, I was at school just looking around like, yo, this would be a good place to raise kids and so on and so forth. But opportunity came, I came out here, but I've always thought about going back to Harlem. And then now that I've been out here, there's a lot that I want to do, but I've been tied up with being a single dad and stuff like that, that I didn't really get to explore the way I would want to. Cause you hear that lady say single. You make sure he <laughs> single. Yeah, got to put that out there. Dad. You see all the time. I'm talking about, I need my wife. I know that's when so that time show, comes. And that little girl. Yeah, Harlem. And her name going to be Harlem. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's how everybody know. Right. So that's cute. I like the fact that you always put that out there. Yeah. You got to speak into existence. Exactly. That's real cute. I, I believe you're going to find Don't Don't rush, though, because yeah, marriage no, no. is... It's a little I, tricky sometimes. I didn't it's have them until I didn't have them till I was thirty, so it ain't no rush. Right. You know what I mean? So just know you. It'll be with the right person when the time that, comes. That perfect. Not it's nothing perfect, but you don't want to rush and think that you want something and then you get something as. Well, even even with that, like I say, it's everything that I've had going on has been a plan since let's say 15, 16. You know what I mean? Even when I had my before I had kids, I used to always say. I used to see people and guys go through situations when they got their kids and then they separate and they like, well, the kid is with the mother. And I used to be like, well, that ain't going to be me. You know what I'm saying? Like, no offense to their moms and we speak and all that great person. But um, I always said, like, if we have a split, my kid's coming with me. And it's crazy when I look back on it, like I said, speak what you seek until you see what you said. Right. So I always be like, yo, if I have kids and me and whoever it is split up, I'm going for mine. And I got mine. And then the same thing with here. I always said, yo, like, North Carolina would be a nice place to come and raise a family. When I was at school, I used to look around. I'd be like, it's real nice out here. You know it's what I mean? I, I can, boring. I can, it's very boring. Look, you have that's no part choice of why, but to raise a family here. <laughs> I don't even want to say what I really want to say because I see why it's a lot of children. Oh, yeah. Because you, you ain't got you, nothing you else to do. Like, yeah. you're just bored. All you do is, do. exactly. So, so, yeah, and that was it. And even now, like, since they've been with me, I always said, when they turned eight and nine, I'll be in a special place where we understand each other, we know how to move, and this year, eight and nine. <laughs> 
The oldest one just turned nine the other day, so now we're in that place where we understand each other. It's a little bit easier because it was like having twins. They're 11 months apart. They're 11 Damn. Yeah. We ain't playing no games. But yeah, so everything, I wish you luck with everything. You know, I told you when you start your program, let me know. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. My son need to be, I don't live here, but I was willing to drive up no, here. No, I know. Just to you, take was, them you was, you was, you was. Like, and I told my husband, I was, he was like, so we're going to drive. I was like, yeah, because that's my friend and mm -hmm. I want to support him. And plus, my son needs to go. So yeah. And like I'm I said, it's, it's not just sports. You know what I'm saying? That's the one thing I learned about sports where when I played, Honestly, I didn't have no purpose with playing. I just played because I was good. And I was able to fall into a lot of the things that I've done from being in the magazines, slam dunk contest, you know, champ and all that stuff like that. I just did it because I could. I didn't have no rhyme or reason with it. Nowadays, these kids got purpose to what they're doing. And that's what I want to give a lot of kids because there's so many that lose out. And we definitely got to talk about that help each other part because yeah. I feel like this community right now, Especially our community, you know where we're yeah. from, is really like on fire. But let me go ahead and talk about what's not our business. I know most men don't care, <laughs> but Cardi B did have a baby shower. It was a Bronx Tale baby shower. Okay, dope. It was really cute. It was, I didn't see too many pictures. I posted some on the Pretty and Paid uh, Media um, Instagram. It was cute, but she she like she just over this pregnancy. Like she uh -huh. just like she's done. Yeah. Like, she looked tired. She just, like, she didn't even look like she wanted to be at the baby shower. But congratulations to Cardi B, because one thing I do like about her, I feel like through all of everything, she has stuck to her most authentic self. Yeah, definitely. You know, like, and I commend that, because this industry is, you see so many people, you know, we've seen people like a Foxy Brown, a little Kim that yeah. started out one way, and... I can't really say for Foxy. I think Foxy brought it back in, even though she's not really like active in the community, yeah. in, in the industry. But she brought it back and realized she was gonna stay true to herself. But Lil Kim, we don't see people start out like a Lil Kim and end up true. Uh, somebody else. See, <laughs> like, now with Cardi, like I said, haven't been around her, but been in a lot of different areas where she's been at and stuff like that. And from watching her, like I said, she's the same Cardi from back then. Right. She's the same Cardi now. And like I said, you know, some people judge or whatever was going on with her. I think it's a blessing. I love her story because, like I said, she worked hard. And I love the fact that she always, like, bigs up. Like, she, the other day she posted something on in 42nd Street. Her billboard was on, on 42nd. She was like, I know you're tired of me saying this, but I scream every time I see myself because mm -hmm. I work three blocks down I used to walk and smoke yeah. months with my friends yeah. and I just can't believe that I'm on the billboard she keep right it now so you know I, I just hope and I really hope that she just stay humble through because she she haven't had success that long yeah so I'm just hoping that she continues to stay humble I think know? she is because like I said it's so many people portraying a role that that's that area that lane is full Right. It ain't too many authentic people. So that's, that's why, why I think she that she's going to be I around. Just, I just pray that she stay because she's not going to do nothing. Like, I don't think she's going to lose anything if she stay the same. We yeah. already know who she is. Yeah. We, we love the, who she is. So, yeah. yeah. Congratulations to Cardi B and Offset. So, and music. What you listening to now? Um, new stuff. Tell me something new. New. Same thing. I'm Harlem all day. Davies. Um... Like I said, not too much. Not Nothing too much. Nothing that not, just dropped, like. Nah, I, like I said, I, I know they not said. B &J, you I know they. Not to B &J. I heard some of it, but like I said, when I get in the car, 
depending on what it is with them. Lately, I've been, my cousin's been sending me a lot of motivational stuff, so that's what I ride out to. You know what I mean? I get in the car, listen to some motivational stuff, or play the radio. My man Brian Dawson out here, when they rocking on, you know, on the radio, I rock with them. But I need to, I ain't get to listen to Cardi joint yet. I ain't listening okay. to Nas. You didn't listen to Nas? No, like I said. It's okay, it's, too. Um, I like the song with him and um, Dream. Okay. I'm an R&B dude too, so I get in my zone. You see me, I post my videos, I be yeah. in there losing it. And I like that too, and I like old R&B because I feel like new R&B is just not yeah, rhythm and blues. Tiana Taylor album is actually the best out of everybody album I heard. I heard recently. some people talking about that. I do like, and she got a song called Rose in Harlem. Okay, and that's my shit. Yeah, now you know, like you gotta listen to that because I'm gonna check shit. it out. Let's come through with some fashion. Let's get Mike's intake on how he like his woman or would like to see his woman. Normally I do like regular casual stuff, uh -huh. like club wear, but you know, I was thinking about like business attire. That's what it is. I'm gonna tell you for me, and this is why I'm moving with myself. I've done the sneakers. You go to my house, sneakers, been having them, been doing them. I mean, love women in heels. I love them. Like I like that corporate look. I love it. They don't be understanding these Pencil fucking heels. Pencil skirt. Damn hurt. Pencil skirt, but like, like I said, what you doing? Nice, like, not to say I hate a female that got all types of basketball kicks. When I was in corporate America, like, I feel like I needed to dress the part, but I didn't want to, like, be tacky dressed. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, I think there's a lot of business attire that just be, like, bland and just yeah, yeah. maybe not even want to damn go to work because I got this ugly ass outfit on type of shit. So I seen this cute little lace detail blouse. It was kind of like burgundy red. But the thing about it is that when people say lace, they think of like see-through stuff. You know, yeah. you can't wear that, you know, in the yeah. business atmosphere. But it was all covered up, but it was cute. So it was like something that you could actually throw on to go to Solis with some jeans, yeah. go to work with some slacks. It was really cute. And it was covered, professional. You could network with it. You go on a date. It was just like an everyday wear. And Venus.com, you probably don't know nothing about it, but Venus.com has some very cute outfits for women. Okay. And the blouse is actually $32.99. Okay, dope. So when I do... If I get like a shirt, I want to get like the whole outfit. So we're going to move down to the pants. So with this shirt, I thought like, okay, so one of the problems that I had when I worked in corporate America was the fact that one of my managers, which I think she was just hating, <laughs> she told me that my shape, I couldn't wear pants that was tight around my ankles because it showed my shape too much. Okay. Like in my dress pants, I couldn't. It should have been flare. Uh-huh. Fuck that bitch. I still wore what I wore. <laughs> just the audacity of her saying some shit like that to me. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like so I was like, okay, so if you in the work attire, that might be given sometimes that you have to like follow the rules. So with this shirt, I thought a linen belted flare leg pants and khaki, because the shirt is burgundy. Okay. And khaki would go cute with it. And that's also on Venus.com for $22.99. Okay, dope. So it's like, what, $60 outfit? Yo, and that's the thing with y'all. Easy, right? Yeah, There's no, no reason why females should so be walking around looking crazy. It's so much for y'all to get nice stuff at a good price. It is. For us, when it comes to the like, men with dressing, like, if you want to get something that's, yeah, it's right. going, and then you got to tailor it on. Right, right. 
it's a whole other story. It, and I'm still is. learning how to do that because I've been so used to street attire. You know what I mean? Right. I could throw that on all day. But then when I started going to the, when I started going to, like when I started working in corporate America back in, in the city, I would go to the store. And not to say this, I let the guy pick everything out for me, like the, the men in the store, like here. And I, I never forget this. He put like a, it was like a bluish teal, like I had a teal shirt. It was like a black and teal tie, but he put a gray jacket with it. And I couldn't get it. You know, for me, I'm just like, I'm used to colors. Like, but I'm looking at if I was matching, matching, in a work matching. Environment, I'm like, okay, that's cute. Yeah. I've always been a crazy shoe person. So when I talk about the shoe part, that's what all my listeners be like, oh gosh, you uh-huh. know, talk about this damn shoe. So at this point, my favorite shoe is Christian Louboutin. Okay. Okay, and they just dropped their new shoe. It's the Soke Collage Red. So you may not be into shoes, but anyway, so the collage is pretty much like they have their name all over and it's like tan, it's like nude and then they got the name in white okay. and then they got some red spots in it. It's so hot. And I picked this shoe because remember the outfit, yeah. the little red shirt with the yeah. khakis and yeah. then it got the little new shoe. So yeah, so y'all can get the Soul Kates. Remind y'all, y'all know Christian Louboutin shoes hurt. So they're not made for walking. They're made to be sit down, so sit your ass down with them. But they are at Neiman Marcus for $795. Now, that's what you said. That's the difference. Heels and things like that. If you walking all day, like if you're in the city, you taking a train and all, then that's oh, totally yeah. different. Definitely. But <laughs> if you chilling, not to say it, just like out here, I'm in the car. So I ain't got to worry about too much. But, honey, these shoes is not even made to drive in a car, okay? Let me tell you what the problem happened with my shoe. Like, my thing is that I always, I'm very particular about my shoe. It has the heel, the everything. Like, I'm just a shoe and a bad person. What happened was is that somewhere the inexpensive designers decided they didn't want to make good quality shoes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because at one point in time, like, I was a person, like, it doesn't matter to, to this day. If I see a cute shoe for $20 and it fits my description of what a what shoe should be, I'm getting it. Like, it's not about a, a name to me. Now, even with that, like I said, call them old school. They know, you know, something going on, outfit for the day. I may never wear it again. I got so much stuff in my closet. I got sneakers that are 10 years old that I've never put on my feet. Just that I brought them, I throw them on one day, I got other things like that, so on and so forth. So that's always been my issue. So like I said, it could be something that could be for short money. I'd be like, I'm only wearing it for that night. Never gonna wear it again. It was just for the outfit, game over. You know what I'm saying? That's how these shoes, (laughs) they hurt. But like I always give somebody a cheaper version of it. So Aldo, which used to be my favorite shoe store. You I know rock Aldo. with Aldo. I got Aldo. Aldo used to be like Zahara. Back in the city, I got oh. these mean Zahara gray. They they shoe boots gray. They zip up on the sides. Or they got some hot shit in that store. But Aldo slack too. But I did find a cute little tan pump that you could throw on with this outfit too. But it's on Shoes.com for seventy six. 99 so there you go your outfits ladies like i said you don't gotta be expensive in order to be cute because like mike said like us we have it easy if you know how to dress it's always gonna work no matter what you do you know and that's i ain't gonna lie to you like i said that's a pet peeve too i love a woman that can dress it's definitely a good thing yeah that's why i get that's why i have the segment because a lot of people don't know what to put together you know what I'm saying? And sometimes you... Go in the store and ask. We got to talk about something that is a little bit not 
I'm not gonna say not positive, but kind of like upsetting to me. You yeah. know, you're from Harlem, I'm from the Bronx, so you already know about the incident that happened with the 15 year old from the Bronx. Yeah. That was brutally killed by eight men. Yeah, that's. That are stated to be part of the Dominican um, gang, the Trinitados. What is, what is it? The Trinitarios. Uh huh. Some shit. I don't know. I can't even pronounce their damn name. They just pissed me the fuck off. But it's so sad because I'm like, the whole situation is just crazy. Like, the fact that eight people would even go after a, a young boy like that 15 years old it's just beyond my thing is that i don't what if say for instance if it wasn't a mistaken identity and that's the same thing i said too it still wasn't wrong. right yeah still wrong it still was like you they came after him with a machete what the hell like, I, I told people like this is one of them things like for my lifetime, that's some. This is something I'm never gonna forget. Like even to a older, when I'm in my 90s, right. it's gonna be like, I never forget that. Like that was just. It's still to this day. Like I, you know, I usually speak on a lot of days. I really don't even got no words for that. It's just unbelievable how that whole thing happened, and it just goes back to the same thing of one, whoever those those particular eight guys was, nobody taught them right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nobody showed them the right way to do things. Because one, like I said, if y'all really felt this way, it should have been one person, one-on-one. Y'all didn't need all These that that happened was ridiculous. No, no all that that happened was beyond ridiculous. And I, like as the story continued to unfold, even with the store, at first, I didn't know the whole thing about the store. Right. And, and, and like my man, one of my men said, worse. he was like, yo, like think about it. You have the bodega, something go down, they not paying that no attention but then when i seen the footage of how it happened they was supposed to nah leave leave them alone you know what i mean like i've been in situations where i've seen stuff happen and people about to get bullied or bobbing i'd be like well it ain't gonna happen a day around me y'all gonna have to catch that person another day right. but if i'm there nah not around me and that's the thing like the situation like Okay, this he's not the only team that was slain. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. not the only team that was killed. It's just the the overall whole situation makes him dying even worse. Like from the bodega and then seeing him trying to get help. Uh, he yeah. he jumped over, over the, counter the counter to try to get help and the man pushes Pushed him, him over. out. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and then seeing him being dragged out of there and then even to the police officers that when he was, when he ran to the hospital, even the police officer that seen it didn't help him. He could have, it was a great possibility that he could have been saved, you yeah. know, but he, he bled out before he got there. So it was kind of like the whole situation just makes it worse than a regular, like, yeah, murder. Like like it's just it's just horrible. He he died a horrible life, and it's he had to live every second life. of him fighting for his life, knowing that when he looked up, all them people turned their backs on him. You know what I'm saying? They act they literally turned their backs on him. Yeah. Like the people in the bodega, they they turned their backs because of fear. Now, don't get me wrong; it doesn't make it right, but I do understand. Yeah. Like the situation because uh -huh. they was in fear because. According to them, like, this was a game that kind of, like, you know, bothered and harassed a lot of people in that area. 
and having being a store owner and you know a lot of bodegas you come on you know that like if you get the wrong crowd they always try to avoid the 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 dude that came in always complaining about shit yeah. or they was nice to him to try to hurry up and get him out the store so they won't have no problems they never want no problems you know what i'm saying and it's just unfortunate because as a community i feel like if it was more of a united community then something like this now, would now not that's happen. now that's what i'm talking about with same thing like i said like myself and other people speaking up more yo I, like i said i speak i like i speak to people behind the scenes about a lot of different things and so on and so forth and we gotta speak up more like right. you said right after that you see the whole community came out right after that right after that but y'all knew a lot of this stuff was going on before this why we it was not already certain things yeah. that was happening the week of that this particular group was actually doing at the they beach like or something like that. I heard right. something about that, and that's what it is. It's still the people before that got to speak up, and it's once again, if, even if it's people that's not able to stand up to them, the right people didn't get involved to be like, "Yo, my man, this ain't happening over here." Even when I talk about, it, I made something. Even going back to Harlem, like, "Yo, like, people wouldn't let me hustle. They wouldn't let me." If I decided to try anything, yo, Mike, this ain't for you. Yo, this ain't for you. Nowadays, ain't nobody telling nobody nothing. No, they just, they too self. busy. Yeah, exactly. And then, like I said, even when you try to come to people that they just still, I'm not, I'm not being bothered with them and this, that, and the third. And that's cool. That's what you want to do. But me, what I'm trying to do right now, I'm getting everybody involved from the people who might be able to, you know what I mean? Because, like I said, somebody made a good point to me. Everybody don't got to be on the front line. Everybody ain't got to be a fighter. You could be the person who's doing whatever, keeping things organized. You could be this. Everybody got a part to play. We just got to bring people together and make them pay that, play that part. And right. it takes certain people to step up and say certain things. So that's the beautiful thing about social media right now is that you're seeing more people do this. Because as much as we talk about it, as a human race, we're visual people. We need right. to see people doing it. So I seen my man, um, I don't know how long, Baller City, my man Harold, he put together a town hall meeting right after all this stuff happened. Don't know how many people came because I didn't get to see and catch up with it, but I'm going to check it out on the gram and stuff like that. But I know some people came out, just like with Scott LaRock. Scott LaRock Jr., his son was the main one talking about that. Talk to the president. He's like, yo, look what I did. And that's the same way I feel. Like, I feel like... I have somewhat of influence that I could bring some people out, just like yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Just how you did your thing and all that. Now we talk about this. And my thing is also, like I said, round table elite. I don't want it to be a board table where one person sit at the head and call right. the shots. Everybody's equal. You sit down with your business. I sit down with my business. You sit down with, Let's figure this out because it's only hurting us all in the long run. But I, It just bothers me in the fact that as a community we would rather hurt each other for some odd reason than to stand together to outweigh the challenges that we already facing mm -hmm. as a damn community as being a minority community like it just be bugging me out like you can go and you can kill somebody right but you can't defend yourself when it comes to this world going against you mm -hmm. 
That's my son. But you can do that, and I, I, I don't, I just don't understand. Like, for instance, what Jay Z said. You see what he said the other day? So y'all went out here and killed. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Extension. X. What's the, yeah, I know you're talking X. about. Y'all went out here and killed him, but y'all letting George, George Zimmerman, Zimmerman walk around. Yeah. It makes no sense. Cause you know the the people who killed this young boy was of his same color. Yeah. But y'all let this man who killed a young black boy walk around, and they and he's in the same city that y'all in. Like it was Miami, yeah. that area. So y'all let him walk, but y'all killed this boy just to rob him. Makes no sense. And even with that, like I said, like of course I'm an African I'm an African American male, and even stepping away from that black man in society and you keep it's, it's like I said it's just crazy how people get into it like that like you gotta stand up for something you gotta stand up for something you gotta try and like was right like I said it's not a black and white thing with me it's a right and wrong thing my condolences my prayers has Definitely. been going out to him and his family cause it's just a sad situation like such a beautiful child and he reads so many people like on different type of levels just the story itself like i said now this is one thing i thought of some people don't agree with this and it's kind of harsh but at the same time for the crime that you do if you knew you was going to face the same treatment a lot of people would think twice about what they're doing i find that right they got it easy yeah if you knew that I did this. And, and I'm going to get this back in return. Back. You may not want to do it. I don't know if I'm going to go and do this to this person. Right. Because Imagine if you I get, damn gutting somebody out and yeah, you know you, you, about, you about to get, get gutted right now. If I get out. caught, they're going to do me like that. Uh, true. Right. They don't think yeah. about it because it's not, they Ain't know no that's not for them. It's to not going to be for I can go, them. I can go to jail. I can do this. Yeah, I can, I can do, do that. I can sit here like, until they get there and be crying like little bitches. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, definitely. So I don't know how to feel about the young men. I'm just very upset because, like I said, he was just such a, yeah. a good kid at 15 that lost his life. I just hope like he didn't die in vain. I hope people especially in that community understand that ain't nobody out here helping nobody but y'all so y'all gotta help each other like and they gotta stick with it you know what i mean because that's right. one of the things that's going on with social media it only happens for when the time so much being. stuff going on that this would be the scenario and then it two dies. weeks later something else right. is going on then that whole right. that whole movement has Shift. shifted to something else and y'all didn't keep going with what was going on and that's it, what I it just has to be consistent and I said that on one of the other podcasts too I just feel like a lot of people want the the hype want to yeah. be part of the hype instead of the long term resolution Yeah, people's forgetting the long-term resolution no. and stuff. No, I think if everybody really start focusing on the better cause and not their cause, or how it's gonna make them look, and actually focus on how it's gonna make other people actually feel, and I know we're gonna get there. I know we're gonna get there within time. And like I said, social media is definitely open that because you're starting to see more people speak up. You get in places like this where people can voice and hear things. So now whoever heard this might be like, yeah, that is true. We need to, and they may do something in their community. And it just. Especially the, what is it? Leftover takeover? What yeah, leftover takeover. I got a few things going on. So like I said, if, if anybody, you know, want to check out what's going on, like I said, Mike McLeod Jr., M-I-K-E-M-C-L, 
E-O-D-J-R at um, Instagram. Check me out. DM me. I ain't with the, uh, what they said, the new DM thing. Don't don't video chat oh, yeah, me just yet. I ain't up on that. Right. Hit me I up first. I don't even like when niggas DM me. Text, like, definitely don't me, video Hit me up. Me. I ain't, you know what I mean? I ain't ashamed of that. Okay. My, my number's out there, you know what I mean? Because I use my number for business purposes and stuff like that. So, y'all want to, anybody want to get in contact with me, could definitely hit you up. Yeah, you know definitely what I mean? hit me up, especially if it's for, like, a good cause. And when he start, um rolling out information about his basketball programs i would shout it out to everybody on instagram at my at pretty and pay media instagram of course my at dion mitchell as well but thank you mike we're gonna Most go deaf. ahead and introduce our boss babe sit right there so, good. so normally we have i just talk about the boss babe and y'all know what the boss babe is it's just like a female entrepreneur that's just doing her thing but guess what? We're going to actually have the boss babe in the building. In the building. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Missy. All right. My name is Regine. Um, my clothing line is Gold Attire. I also have a production company and a photography company called Re-Up Production. No, she didn't tell me all of that. Yeah, that's a little slick. Okay. <laughs> a little slick she side didn't tell stuff. me all of that. That's a side stuff. <laughs> okay. So tell me about the clothing well, it actually started um, through a group of people. Um, first, it was called Gold Game. When I was growing up, I had a couple of friends. We used to always just wear gold. That was just our thing. Um, and once we got older or whatever, we was just like, you know, we should turn this into something. You know, I wanted to do my own business. And before I was doing styling, so I used to do like styling for like photo shoots and stuff. Okay. And I was like, I want to do something fashion. So I got with my um, my best friend slash my business partner now, and we were like, we should think of something, something got to do with gold, of course. And first we had gold game, but I was just like, that's not gonna that's not gonna work. So I just came up with gold attire, and we just started from there, really. So um, we've been doing that for about two years, and I picked up the production and the photography from doing that because I just like taking pictures. I, I felt like I couldn't find anybody that could get our look the way I wanted them to. Right. So I just picked it up myself. And I looked at your IG page, and yeah. I must commend you. If you took those pictures? Yeah, video, oh, videos good. and pictures. Yeah, I've been I've been taking pictures for about a year and a half now. But um, yeah, regardless, I just I had worked with a couple different people, but I just felt like nobody really was giving me a look I really wanted to go right. for for our line. So I was just like, might as well try it out. So. Well, I looked at the, like I said, I looked at the IG and I liked the attire. I was telling one of my friends, I was like, it's kind of like the uniqueness of it I like. Because it's like, to me, like, uh, it's not really, it's sexy, but it's not like, how can I say that? It's like you can be... You could dress down and then you could dress up with it yeah, at yeah. the same time. I tried, it's like yeah. tomboyish, mm -hmm. girly type, or combined. Yeah. yeah, see, we're trying to get a little bit more girly. That's why we got kind of like the crop top short sets this season and stuff. But like, that's basically what I'm going for. Because right now we're doing like vinyl and heat press because we manufacture our own clothes. Um, but we're trying to get to the point where we're doing more elegant clothing, more, you know, better material. Like, um, better fabrics and stuff, but as far as right now, we're going for like just our streetwear look, but trying to send a message right. while we're doing that. I like the tomboy's sexy look. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like you know Tiana Taylor. Yeah, yeah, I that's one of her. my idols. Yeah, right. I love, I love her when it comes to her dressing because mm -hmm. she makes 
a simple, comfortable outfit yeah. still looks sexy. She looks and that's what still, yeah. And that's what I compared your your um, clothing line to with one of my friends when I was telling today. Mm-hmm. I compared it to that because I like that. Oh, yeah? You know? I like that's I, a good I just yeah, I, like I, 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 I love the fact that you know you can still be comfortable and still look cute and still be yourself yeah yeah and we try still, you know still be sexy at the same time so yeah Tiana is definitely one of my idols I would oh, say yeah. her Rihanna Pharrell and they got similar tastes like yeah Rihanna exactly still Rihanna can wear whatever she wants baggy pants that yep. fit around the waist with a crop top and be yeah. cute yeah. so I hope I hope you don't stare too far away from I'm not because I mean that's really my whole mentality as far as just even how I dress I don't wear anything that I don't wear anything that an average person would be comfortable wearing like I don't, I'm the type of person like if I'm gonna wear it I'm gonna wear it right. and you either can like it or you don't like it right. but me wearing it and me being confident in it is gonna make you like it right. so that's why I try to put within my clothing line like don't be you know for me to step outside the box or for somebody to wear something outside the box of their norm, especially with colors, because I try to, like, play with colors, with, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to men. We were just talking about yeah, colors. Yeah, because guys are real. Like, depends on the guy. Like, if, you, if a guy's into fashion, he's going to wear whatever color he's going to wear. Right. But, like, if a guy's just, you know, just a regular street dude, he's going to be like, oh, I don't yeah. know. So I try to intertwine all of that and make sure that people, you know, are just comfortable wearing, you know, just anything, really, like, without it being – or feeling like they're being too feminine, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm just trying to trying to keep that involved. But um, yeah, we're just definitely growing. One thing that people have an issue with, and this is something I just gone through myself personally, is just being afraid to make that step into a direction step. that they've never even like. Me and my partner had never even touched a heat press or a vinyl cutter. I've never even touched a professional camera. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, you know what? Why not try to wing it and just do your research? You know, like, that's the main thing. Like, both of us went to school. We were in school for about two years. It didn't work for neither one of us. And, like, us just doing our research is really how we get we got to where we got now. Nowadays, there's no reason why nobody don't know how to do nothing. YouTube, <laughs> like, everything. So you can YouTube everything. You can everything. learn how to build a car nowadays. You can learn how to YouTube. crochet whatever you want to do. Exactly. Make a quilt. Like, Look, it's all I'm about what you. you're willing to teach yourself. Well, thank you, Regina. I really appreciate you joining the takeover. Thank you. You don't make progress by standing on the sidelines, whimpering and complaining. You make progress by implementing your ideas. So with that, we out.